make sure you have purple block. And we will start lying down. And as you lie down, make sure your knees are bent, which tends to help the belly relax a little bit, a little easier on the back. And if it feels like your chin is really poking out, uh, you can have a purple block underneath your head, but all of you look pretty good. And then hands by your side. Close your eyes. We'll just start with slow breath in and out through the nose. And the slow breath in and out through the nose is going to begin the process of calming our mind down. And as a way of checking in to see if we're doing this pretty deeply, rest your hands on your belly. And as you breathe in and out through your nose, can you feel the movement of the belly go up and down? Which will be a sign that the diaphragm, which you may hear that uh, name a lot in relation to breathing, when the diaphragm goes up and down, as it should, the belly will move up and down. But you can feel as if you're breathing into the belly. So big inhale, the belly will rise. Exhale out through the nose, the belly will come down. And you can just do that a few times. And then the next time you exhale, hug your right knee in towards the chest. You can hold the right shin with both hands. And you can also lengthen the left leg away on the ground unless that irritates your back. And just keep hugging that right knee in as you breathe. We're just going to do a little bit of just coming into the hips. And we'll do a couple poses here, a couple poses once we turn over. And then just take the right leg or the right knee and the right hand. And then just sort of spin the right thigh in the hip socket like you're stirring a big pot of stew. So the bone will come down into the hip socket. And you'll just feel that it has potential for movement. It may feel like it can really move or it may feel really clunky. Whatever you're feeling, it's fine. It's just your body. Good. And then just hold it in stillness. And then bring the foot back down and then change sides. Exhale and hug the left knee in. You can have a tight little squeeze. Right knee can stay in or right leg can lengthen away. And then you can just start moving that left thigh bone in the hip socket. So you can hold the hand on the knee or just anywhere on the leg and do one hand or two. Just get that leg moving. It's like you have a big spoon and a big pot of stew. It may be a very thick stew. It may be a lot, you know, clear broth, depending on you and what's happened. Good. And then just bring that foot down. And then exhale and hug both knees into the chest. And as you do that, you can breathe into the back body. It usually feels nice and cozy just to be in. And then the right hand can hold the top of the right leg, left hand top of the left leg or the knee. 
and then stir the thigh bones out in opposite directions. So you're making big circles out. Out, 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 out. So the legs are going opposite towards each other rather than one big circle. Yeah. And just a few breaths here. Yeah, you got it now. Good. And then if you can figure it out, stir the other way around. If not, just keep moving the thighs and the hip sockets, but making little circles of thigh bone in the hip. Good. And then just bring it into stillness, hold the knees in, take a breath. Good. And then just release that and come to all fours so your hands are more close to the top of the mat. And in all fours, hands will be underneath shoulders, knees will be underneath hips. And then as you inhale, drop your belly, stick out your bum, and send the chest a little bit forward. So it's a little cow pose. As you exhale, look back towards your thighs, let the mid-back round up towards the ceiling. You press the floor away a little bit so shoulders spread. Inhale, drop the belly, stick out the bum, send the chest forward, so it's cow pose. Exhale, round the mid-back up, look towards the thighs like a little cat. We'll do that one more time. Inhale, belly goes out, bum sticks out, chest comes forward. Exhale, look back towards the thighs, mid-back goes up. So you're like a little cat. Good. And then come to a little tabletop, so like a little flat back. Make sure your hands are about one step ahead of the shoulders. And they're nice and wide on the mat. So as wide or maybe even a little wider than the shoulders if you feel really tight in your shoulders. Fingers are spread. And then tuck your toes under. And then lift the knees up, lift the bum up, and lift the bum up as high as it'll go and press it as far back as it'll go with your knees bent. So we're coming into downward facing dog. We're starting with knees bent so we feel the length of the spine. Good. And then you can straighten the legs just a hair. You start to feel the resistance of the hamstrings. Heels are moving in the direction of the ground. Spine is lengthening. If it feels like your head is really tense, you can just shake it out a little bit, let it relax a little bit. Good. And then drop the knees down. And then come back to child's pose. So the tops of the feet will come flat to the mat. Toe tips will come together. Knees will separate a little bit. Bum will go to heels. And head will go to floor. If head doesn't touch the floor, you can cross the arms one on top of another. And take a few breaths. So this is always our resting position, child's pose or balasana. One more breath here. And we're just going to repeat. All right, come back up to all fours. Check in with your hands. They're a little bit ahead of your shoulders still. Tuck your toes under. Come up with bent knees to downward facing dog. So your knees will stay bent as you come up. You lift the knees. You lift the bum upwards and backwards. You reach through the arms. You reach through your back. Make sure fingers are spread. And then you can add a little bit of resistance of the legs. If you know you have really tight legs from running or from sports or whatever, keep a little bit of bend. If you know they're pretty loose, you can... Straighten the legs all the way, heels towards the floor. Make sure your head can relax a little bit, so you can maybe shake it out a little bit if you feel like it's tense. Good. And then one more time, drop the knees down, come back to child's pose. Tops of the feet to the floor. Big toes close together, knees can separate. Couple breaths in child's pose. So we're pretty much going to repeat what we've been doing, or we did last week, the same sort of full beginner sequence, but we'll add a little bit more detail to it. So we'll talk more about the hips and the feet and sort of the lower body tonight. But we're going to layer on all of that as we go. All right. Come back up to all fours.
Downward facing dog. Same thing we've been doing. Raise the knees up, raise the bum up. Maybe straighten the legs a little bit. Good. Another breath, making sure you're reaching through the arms. And then drop your knees down and step the right foot forward so you're in a low lunge with your hands on your front thigh. And then wiggle that right foot as far forward as is reasonable for you to lunge. And then look at your right knee and look at your right ankle and make sure your right knee is directly above your right ankle. So it's not before it, it's not past it, it's right over. So orient that. And then make sure your knee isn't rolling in or out. It's just facing straight ahead in the direction of your second and third toe. So that's going to be important. Keep that and reach the arms up. Palms face each other when you reach the arms up. And you're still breathing in and out through the nose. And we have that clarity of knee over ankle, knee facing forward. So that will reappear over and over again. And then bring your hands down. Step back to all fours. And then other foot forward. Left foot comes forward, low lunge. Hands to the front thigh. And just orient that front foot pretty far forward so you have a stretch of the back thigh. But keep that knee directly over the ankle so the shin is a straight line going down. And make sure the front of the kneecap is facing straight ahead. Reach the arms up. Palms face each other when arms reach up. You're breathing in and out through your nose. And we're making a low lunge, which is stretching quad, a little bit of the front of the hip. Good. Another breath here. And then come down to all fours. And then step back to downward facing dog. So repeating what we've done. Down dog in Sanskrit is Adho Mukha Svanasana. Some teachers will refer to it as that. I don't. I think it gets a little fussy. Good. And then another little hip thing. Drop the knees down. And then bring your right knee behind your right wrist. So you swing it forward. And then with your left hand, grab your right foot and just pull the right foot forward so the right shin comes forward as far as parallel to the front of the mat. It probably won't get that far. And then walk the left leg back so we're coming into pigeon pose. So right shin working towards being parallel to the front of the mat, left leg straightening back. And then come down to your forearms and take a few breaths. So this can be a big glute and outer hip stretch. If it becomes a painful knee event, you just bring the right uh, heel closer to the groin or you do something else, which I can tell you later. Take a couple breaths, sort of in, outer hip on the right side most likely. Good. And then come back to all fours and then to down dog a few little wiggles. A lot of teachers are obsessed with that pose. So, you know, start getting used to it. I like it. It's a good stretch. All right, we're going to do the other side. So we're going to go through that same process. Come down to your knees. And then bring your left knee behind your left wrist. And then with the right hand, you can just drag the left foot and left shin forward. It may go as far as parallel to the front of the mat. But you can always stop or your body will tell you to stop. Right leg wiggles back so you find some depth. And then you come down to your forearms and take a few breaths. So you may notice that one side is more flexible than the other, or one side delivers more sensation as you come down to it versus the other, and that's normal. You're not broken. All right. And then walk it back to all fours. And then walk it back to downward facing dog. 
look back at your feet in down dog. And if you can't see your feet because you have long trousers and things, always wear clothes where you can see your feet and your ankles. Make sure your feet are parallel. So sometimes heels dip in or out. And make sure they're parallel with a gap that maybe like a fist could be in between. So it's not too wide. It's about as wide as, I'm going to say this clearly, the bones of your hips. The bones of your hips. So not the soft tissue around it, the bones. Okay? And then walk the feet forward and come into a standing forward fold. So look down at your feet. They're still parallel, still about a fist distance apart. Hold your elbows, bend your knees, and sort of hang out for a little bit. You can shake the head and go yes and no and just sort of get rid of some of that neck tension that we all have. Hold the elbows the other way. You're sort of just dangling down. You can shake the head yes and no again. Good. And then bring your fingertips to the ground, which may require a lot of knee bend. Keep the fingertips on the ground. Start straightening the legs, but don't lift the fingers. So you may straighten a lot or just a little bit, but just sort of feel into the tension. And then bring the hands to the fronts of the shins and elongate the spine forward and a little bit up, like you're trying to make a little tabletop. Keep the back of the neck long, too. And make sure you're especially reaching through the mid-back, so much higher up for you. Much, 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 good. And then fold back down. Turn the palms to face forward. And inhale all the way up, all the way up. Reach the arms up. And then bring the hands back to prayer, center of the chest. Okay, so we're going to do some movement with rhythmic breath just to wake us up a little bit. All right, it tends to get us out of the head. Same breath in and out through the nose. Hands by your side. Look at your feet. Make sure they're parallel. So like the inner edge, mostly parallel. Okay, so feet aren't totally square blocks, but as parallel as can be. Palms face forward. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, with a little knee bend, fold all the way down. Bring your hands to the fronts of the shins, come up halfway. You can inhale if you have capacity to. Exhale, fold down. Turn the palms to face forward. And inhale all the way up. Reach the arms up. And then hands to prayer, center of the chest. We're going to do that one more time, just like that. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Come up halfway with an inhale. Fold down with an exhale. And then inhale all the way up. And then hands to prayer, center of the chest. Okay, so I said we would talk about feet and hips and lower body. You can relax the hands for a second. I just want you guys to do something slightly silly uh, so you'll remember, all right? So just go with me. On the count of three, we're just all going to jump, okay? So one, two, three, jump. Okay. On the count of three, we're all going to jump, but we're not going to push into the ground, okay? One, two, three. Some of you cheating a little bit. So make a real strong effort not to push down to lift off. One, two, three, jump. Okay. Lesson is to get lift and height, we have to push 
down. All right, so that may be a strange concept, but to get all the energy rising up through the body, we have to push down through the feet, and we'll do that in every shape almost always. So that's our big fundamental concept. So we're going to do the half salute again, but look at your feet. See that they're parallel, toes are spread out, but see them they're like little plugs that we're plugging into the electrical sockets in the floor, and we're going to pull energy up through our body. So connect down through your feet, push a little bit without getting too rigid, turn the palms open, press through the feet, inhale, raise the arms up, get energy from the feet through the fingertips, exhale, fold all the way down. You can bend the knees a little bit to help you come down. Good. Come up halfway as you inhale, reach the spine forward, yep, and then there, fold back down, inhale all the way up, but as you reach up, press down through the feet to get the lift up, and then hands to center of chest. Do that one more time, or half salute, inhale, arms up, use your feet, exhale, fold all the way down, come up halfway, inhale, Fold down as you exhale. Inhale all the way up. Use your feet. Reach up. Hands to come to center of chest. Okay, so now we're going to combine our lunges again with the half salutes. But we're going to remember to push through our feet. And as we come into the lunge, we're going to make sure our knees over our ankle. So we're just going to be mindful of that. So we're not balancing too many balls in the air, okay? We're just going to watch those two things. Come to the top of your mat if you're not there. If you feel like you're going to hit someone on either side of you, just stagger your mats. Stagger your mat rather than you uh, so it's not too fussy. Okay. Hands by your side. Inhale, arms go up. Really press through your feet as you reach. Fold down, exhale, all the way down. Come up halfway, inhaling. And then fingertips down, step the right leg back and drop your right knee. Inhale, raise the arms up. And as you raise the arms up, press through the front foot, reach through your arms, watch your knee. And then bring your hands down, come back to all fours, and then downward facing dog. Reset your down dog, you spread through your fingers, your feet are parallel, and you're breathing. Good. And then drop your knees down. Step your right foot forward. Be mindful of where the knee goes. And raise the arms up into the air. Pressing through the feet, even the back shin as you raise the arms up. Palms face each other. And then bring the hands down. Step forward, standing forward fold. Hands to your shins come up halfway. Long spine, almost a flat back. Fold down, exhale, and then come all the way up. As you come all the way up, press through the feet to reach up. And then hands to the center of the chest. Same exact thing, we'll just start with the other leg. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold down. Hands to your shins and come halfway up, long spine. Fingertips down, step your left leg back, drop your left knee to the mat. Raise the arms up as you inhale. Look where your right knee is. Press through the feet. And then bring the hands down and step back to downward facing dog. Take a few breaths there. Good. Very nice transition. So make sure your palms are down for down dog.
people are having wrist issues, talk to me about it later. Okay. Another breath. And then drop your knees down and step your left foot forward. Watch where your left knee goes. You want it over the ankle and raise the arms up. As you raise up, also push down. It's going to help you out. And then bring the hands down and step forward. Hands to your shins, come up halfway. Fold down, exhale. All the way up, inhaling. And then hands to prayer, center of the chest. We're going to do that one more time each side. Inhale, arms go up, but feet push down. Exhale, fold all the way down. Hands to your shins, halfway up, really elongating. Think flat back. Fingertips down, step the right leg back, drop the right knee. Raise the arms up as you inhale, but be mindful of where the left knee is and pushing down through the ground. Then bring the hands down, step back to downward facing dog. <coughs> Check in with your fingers, they're spread, your feet are parallel, not too wide apart. Good. And then step the right foot forward. So you can bring the knees down and step forward or just step forward. Back knee is down. Raise the arms up as you inhale. Be mindful of where right knee is. You're pushing down into the ground. Good. And then bring the hands down and step forward. Hands to shins come up halfway. Think almost flat back. Long spine. Really reaching. Fold down. And then come all the way up as you inhale, really push through the feet, palms face each other, and then hands come down. One more of these. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Take your time, D. Come up halfway as you inhale. Let's reach through there. Yep. Left leg back, drop your left knee. Inhale and raise the arms up. Really push through that bottom foot. And then bring the hands down. Step back. Downward facing dog. Spread fingers. Parallel feet. Breathing in and out through the nose. Good. And then from here, step the left foot all the way forward. You can come down to your knees or you can just step all the way forward. Drop the back knee. Raise the arms up as you inhale and make sure that left knee is over the ankle and you're pushing down. Good. Bring the hands down, step forward. Hands to shins, come up halfway, elongating through the spine, chest reaching forward. Fold down. Inhale all the way up. And then hands to prayer, center of chest. Very good. All right, so let's just keep going. Inhale, raise the arms up. Fold down, exhale, all the way down. Come up halfway, inhale, and make sure your chest is really reaching forward. And then bring the hands down and just step all the way back into plank pose. Or just walk the feet back until you're in the top of a push-up. Okay? And then we're going to do what we did last week. Just drop your knees down to the mat. And then roll the thigh bones forward and down. Belly follows. Chest stays up as elbows bend all the way back. So you're just rolling incrementally down. Then reach the arms straight back. Lift the chest up. Maybe lift the legs up. So we got some fire in back. We got some fire in legs. 
And then come back down, place the hands underneath the shoulders, press up to all fours, and then press back to downward facing dog. So that's the beginning of Chaturanga, which is basically a tricep press that's ever present in flowing yoga classes. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about it now. So come down to your knees again. And then tip the weight a little bit forward through the chest. So it's not quite all fours. The torso and the pelvis and the thighs are more on a diagonal. And just raise your ankles up and just cross one ankle on top of the other. So we're setting up for sort of like a half press up. From here, bend the elbows straight back. Don't let them wing out. Bring them straight back and come down about halfway. And then press back up. We're going to do that a couple more times. Think more forward than downward. Think forward as elbows bend back. Come about halfway down. Press back up. One more. Forward and halfway down. A little half tricep press. And then back up. And then just sit back to child's pose. Take a few breaths. Good. Bring yourself back up to seated. I'm just going to show you and talk you through it once so you can see and hear it. Um, so we started with the rolling down, which is always an option if you don't want to do a tricep press or that sort of strength work. Uh, next step, from plank, we drop our knees so that you can see from my thighs through my hips to my chest more of sort of a, 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 an incline. Okay, raising my ankles, so I'm sort of in that program pattern of I'm at the gym doing the tricep press. I'm using muscles. Elbows bend straight back, and I come a little bit down, and then back. What I don't do is allow my elbows to go out. Different muscle group, not exactly what we want to be working, because it doesn't really move into the next thing very efficiently. Uh, and it can get really muddled in the shoulders. I could go on for about five hours about that, but we'll leave it there. So, so you can see from the other angle, just a tricep press with your knees down. Think gym, all right? Let's not overcomplicate this. You're at the gym, you're doing a press up with your elbows going back. We're doing the simpler version on your knees. Elbows bend straight back. We're doing halfway down for drills, but as we go through with this, we're going to come all the way down. What's not going to happen is elbows are going to bend out. If you do not have the strength to get all the way down with control, which will be a fair amount of you, you do what you can do, and then you say, all right, that's enough. I'm just going to roll down. You gradually build up the strength. All right? So that was a long explanation. So you got a little break from it. But now you get to do it again. All right, come back to downward facing dog. And I just did like 25 tricep press, so I'm, I'm like good for the day. Don't have to do the gym. Okay, come forward to plank pose, and then come down to your knees. Think you're at the gym, you're going to do a tricep press. Pelvis, chest comes a little bit forward, ankles lift. Keep the belly strong, belly strong and lifted. Bend the elbows straight back and come halfway down or what you can control. And then come back up. And do that twice more. Halfway down or minimal and you can control it. 
Press back up. One more. Halfway down or just whatever you can control, keeping elbows in. And then back up. And then child's pose. A few breaths. So that was already like a million times clearer in your bodies. I'm sure you can feel it in your triceps. I want you to keep that fond memory and do that pose with clarity. Okay? Now we're going to do it with the full transition. Come up to downward facing dog. And I'll name the poses as we go through it so you can also have that in your mind. Come forward to plank pose. Drop your knees. Raise your ankles preparing for that little tricep press. Bend the elbows straight back and come all the way down, forward and down with the elbows bending back, controlled or rolling down. That's Chaturanga Dandasana. Drop the feet and then press into the hands and to the feet. Raise the chest up a little bit, keeping the elbows in tightly. It's Cobra Pose or Bhujangasana. And then come back down, press up to all fours, and then back to downward facing dog. We're going to do that one more time. Okay. Come forward to plank pose, drop the knees, raise the ankles, bend the elbows straight back, come forward and all the way down with control or rolling if you don't have the strength today. Hands under the shoulders, feet flat to the mat, press into hands and tops of feet, raise the chest up, use your feet as well as your hands, elbows stay snug in, roll all the way back down, come up to all fours and then downward facing dog. Take a breath there, and then drop your knees down and sit back into child's pose. All right, so that's, it's strong work. It's not an easy pose. The poses that we're working on, so you stimulate this part of your brain to remember, are Chaturanga Dandasana, which is the tricep press. We're doing it on our knees to learn it, but it's not on your knees eventually. Into Cobra Pose or Bhujangasana. Eventually, that becomes a slightly different backbend, but this is what we're going to work with now, okay? Enough of that for this week. We'll repeat it the next two weeks so you have a clear idea of it, all right? Come back up to downward facing dog. Walk the feet forward, come into a standing forward fold. Bring your hands to your shins, come up halfway, elongate the chest forward. Fold down, exhale, turn the palms forward, and then inhale all the way up. Really press through your feet, reach through your arms, and then hands come to prayer, center of chest. Good. Feet together, unless that makes you feel unstable. Bend the knees and come into chair pose, meaning your bum goes back and your arms reach up. It's like a little squat with an arm reach up. It's a little zigzag shape. Make sure the back of your neck stays long. So often we thrust our chin out, so we want to keep the back of the neck long. Yeah, even more chin coming in, back of neck long. Good. One more breath here. Other way in. I'm sorry. There. Good. And then stand all the way up. Up, 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 up. And release the hands by your side. All right. Our lunges. Right foot stays forward. Step your left leg a long step back so you're in a... High lunge, the back heel is up, hands are on hips for steadiness. And then bend your right knee so it goes directly over the ankle. The front of the kneecap faces the second and third toe, so it's straight forward. 
watch that the knee doesn't go past the ankle. And we want it directly above. So if being directly above makes the pose too hard, you bring the back leg a little bit in. If the pose doesn't feel hard enough, bring the back leg a little further back. And then shoot the arms straight up, palms face each other. Remember pressing into the floor to get the uprightness. Feet press down, energy goes through the body. So remember that sort of jumping experiment. Okay, good. And then bring your hands to your hips and then step the back foot forward. We're going to do the other side. So left foot stays forward, right foot steps back. Nice long step. And then get the left knee over the left ankle. You're in a high lunge, hands on hips. And again, if the knee being over the ankle makes the pose too hard, shorten your stance. If the pose isn't hard enough, lengthen it. Make sure you're on the other leg. And then raise the arms up, palms face each other. Push into the ground to find the energy up. And you're breathing in and out through the nose. Make sure that front of the left kneecap's facing straight forward. It'll often wing a little bit in. Yeah. Another moment. Kneecap that way. Yeah. And then hands to your hips and step all the way forward. Feet together. We're going to do that chair pose again so we remember. Bend the knees. Bring the bum back. Reach the arms up. So this is chair pose or utkatasana. Back of your neck remains long. Arms really reach. Feet press down and you breathe. Good. And then stand all the way up. Release the hands by your side. Something very similar. We're going to do warrior one or virabhadrasana one. Hands on hips. Right foot stays forward. Left foot takes a long step back like you're doing lunge. But drop the left heel down. And the left toes will turn a little bit forward. So about a 45-degree angle of the back foot coming forward. So actually, it's quite a lot forward. Bend the right knee until it's over the ankle or trying to be. Back foot firmly roots because we plug into the floor to find our energy. And reach the arms straight up. Palms face each other when arms reach up and you breathe in and out through your nose. All right. So I haven't been super specific about being heel to heel or not. I think... You can have a lot of space between the heels or you can be in a straight line. It sort of depends on you and your hips and your knees. So we'll just say back heel is down and arms are reaching up. Good. Bring the hands down. Step forward. Left foot stays forward. Step the right leg back. Ground the back heel. And turn the back toes about 45 degrees in. So it's pretty far in. And then bend the front knee, aiming to be over the ankle. Bring that right foot a little to the right. And then reach the arms up. So we're about heel to heel, or maybe slightly wider, which may be nicer on your back and your knees. Arms are reaching up, palms are facing each other. This is warrior one, or virabhadrasana one. We want to plug into the ground to pull energy up through the arms. Good. And then bring the hands down. And step forward. One last time, our chair pose. Feet together. Bend the knees. Come into Utkatasana. Bum back, arms up. Chair pose. Back of the neck is super long. Thighs squeezing a little bit. We get our energy by pressing into the floor. Good. And then stand all the way up. 
release the hands down. Let's just do a half salute again so we remember to breathe. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Come up halfway and inhale, long spine. Good. Fold down. And then all the way up, inhale. Good. Hands to prayer center of the chest. Keep your eyes closed. Repeat that pattern of breath just with your eyes closed without moving. So we learn to use the movement of breath and the slowness of breath to calm our bodies. So we're not being particularly aggressive in our class right now, but breath can calm me down in very powerful ways. Release the hands, open the eyes, and then step the right foot back. And then turn towards the right side of your mat. So feet become parallel, so you're facing the long edge of your mat. And then wide as you want to be with the legs. So obviously wider is harder, narrower is not as hard. Turn the right toes towards the back of your mat. Left toes a little bit in. And if you looked on your mat and there was a line running from your back front heel, it would run straight to your back heel. So your heel-to-heel alignment, which is not absolute, but it's just what we're working with. Bend the right knee until it's over the ankle. If you feel like the knee just wants to keep going, you probably want to lengthen your stance. So I would lengthen your stance a little bit. And make sure the right knee isn't rolling in, that the front of the kneecap's facing in the direction of the second and third toe. And then spine is upright, chest is open towards the right edge of your mat, arms reach open. Get your energy by pressing through the feet. Pull the energy all the way up through the spine. And lengthen it out through the arms. Yeah. And just make sure that right knee is staying right over the ankle and the front of the kneecaps facing the second and third toe. Yeah. Another breath. Good. And then bring the hands to the hips. Straighten the front leg, parallel the feet. If I didn't say it, that was warrior two, Virabhadrasana two. Turn the left toes towards the front of your mat, right toes a little bit in, about heel to heel alignment. And then bend the left knee until it's right over the ankle. Make sure it's not pressing in or falling in. The front of the kneecap's facing forward. Spine is upright. Chest is turning open. Reach the arms out. Keep that alignment of knee going straight forward. Thigh pressing out. And you firm into the feet to get energy up into the pose. Warrior two. Very nice. And then bring your hands to your hips. Straighten the front leg. Parallel feet. All right, so that was warrior two. Now we're going to do triangle pose. Turn the right toes towards the back of your mat. Left toes a little bit in. Heel to heel alignment. And then hands on the hips. Just pull the right hip backwards and underneath you. So it's like you're sticking your bum out. Reach the arms out like you just did in warrior two. And then lengthen in the direction of the right leg and bring the right hand down to the right shin. Reach the top arm straight up. With the palm open, yep, spine elongating towards the back of your mat, feet pressing down, right hip pulling back. I would say looking down for now so we don't stress out the neck as we're learning these poses. Yeah, and right hip really pulls back the other way. Yeah, 
Spine elongates forward. Good. Bring the top hand to the hip. Come all the way up. Parallel the feet. Breathe. And then turn the left toes towards the front of the mat. Right toes a little bit in. Setting up for triangle pose. With the hands on the hips, pull the left hip backwards and in. Reach the arms out. And then reach in the direction of the left leg. Bring the left hand to the left shin. Reach the top arm straight up with the palm open. And then spine keeps elongating. Left hip keeps coming back. And you get your energy from the floor. I would let that come even more. Opening the chest open and let it become more of a twist. Yeah. Twist, 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 twist. Yeah. And then come all the way back up. Parallel feet. So we did warrior two. We did triangle, which is trikonasana. And now side angle pose. Okay. Right toes towards the back of the mat. Left toes turn in a little bit. This one, we bend the right knee. You know where it goes. Right over the ankle. Tendency will be for it to roll in. So you can even use the right hand to press it out to the right. And then for this one, bring your right forearm on top of the right thigh with your right palm up towards the ceiling. Press through the back foot so we get some energy. Reach the top arm straight up. And then up and over towards the back of your mat. Reaching, reaching as far as you can. The palm faces the ground. Watch that the right shoulder doesn't creep up by the ear. So really press into the right arm to get some length. Use your feet to get energy up through the arms. Palm faces the ground. You probably look down. Good. Top hand to hip. Come all the way up. Parallel feet. Left toes turn towards the back or the front of your mat. Right toes turn in a little bit. Bend your left knee. You know where it goes. With the left hand, press the left thigh a little bit out. And then bring the left forearm to the thigh. Reach the top arm up. Press through the back foot. Reach the top arm up and over towards the front of your mat. The palm faces the ground. You look towards the ground for now. Chest is turning open towards the right side of your mat. And you're using your feet to get some energy into the pose. Watch the left shoulder doesn't creep up by the ear. Yeah. Last breath. And then hand comes to your hip. And you come all the way up. Parallel the feet. Bend the knees a little bit. Forward fold with the legs wide. Bring the hands to the ground. Walk the hands a little bit back. Start straightening the legs. If you have very tight legs, you can keep the knees bent. Let the head relax. You can shake it a few times if it's really clingy and not wanting to relax. And take a couple breaths. So this is just a wide-legged forward fold or there's a mouthful, prasar to padatanasana. Bring your hands to your hips. Bend your knees a little bit. Inhale and come all the way up. Step the feet close together. Turn and face the front of the room. Let's do our half salute so we breathe. Okay. Inhale, arms go up. Nice and free. Exhale, fold all the way down. Free and easy. You can even bend the knees a lot. Come up halfway as you inhale. Really elongate the spine. Remember to press through your feet. Fold down. Inhale all the way up. Hands to prayer. All right, we're going to work on our tree pose, which is a balance on your foot. So we got to know what the foot's doing. 
There's a lot of stuff in the foot. Something like 26 bones, 33 joints. It's like a quarter of the bones in the human body or in your feet. So, you've got to give them some love. Hands on your hips, feet together. Let's do this first. Just firm into your feet, spread out the toes, root through your heels, even root through the big toe and the pinky toe to really feel connected. Feel a little squeeze through inner thigh. And then look at one point ahead of you on the ground without nodding your head down, just looking ahead and downward. A spot that's not going to move and you can clearly see. So like a speckle on the floor or a piece of paper or just something. And then hands to hips and bring your right foot to your left shin. So it's just a small little tree pose. Avoid being on the knee. Right thigh presses a little bit out. And then you have to firm down into left heel, left big toe, left pinky toe. We make a connection to the floor, like plugging into a socket. Hands come to prayer. Or arms reach up to the ceiling with palms facing each other. And you carry on looking at that same spot, which will help your balance, and you breathe. So make sure the spot isn't me, because I'll just move around. Good. Bring the hands back down. And then bring the right foot down to the ground. And you can lift up the left foot and spin it around. So like we spun the hips earlier, we spin through the joints of the feet just to give them a little love. Okay. And then other side. Hands on hips, left foot to the right inner shin. Left thigh rolls a little bit open. Firm into the right heel, right big toe, right pinky toe. And then hands to prayer or arms up. Few breaths, looking at your same spot, using that to help you stay focused, to focus the brain. The breath will help focus the body as well as the brain and the nervous system. Firming through the foot will stabilize the body. Good. And then bring the hands down, bring the foot down, shake out the right ankle. Okay? So clearly you can play with the difficulty of that with the leg going higher, but we'll leave it there for now. Just understand. Principles. You push down through with the foot to stabilize, get energy up. You focus on one spot to breathe. All right, come to the top of your mat. Inhale, raise the arms up. We're going to do our little bit of sun salutation just to review. Fold all the way down. Come up halfway, inhale. And then bring your hands down and step back to plank pose. Drop your knees. Listen first. Two choices. You roll all the way down or you do that little tricep press all the way down. So rolling or tricep press all the way down to the floor. Hands underneath the shoulders. Press into hands and tops of feet. Come up cobra pose. So you press hands and feet. You lift the chest. Don't go so high you hurt your back. Back of neck remains long. Come all the way back down and then all fours and then back to downward facing dog. We haven't been in down dog for a while, so reach through the arms, reach through the legs, reach through the spine. Look at your feet, make sure they're parallel. So a little focus for today, feet up through hips. Good. And then drop the knees down, and then just come to seated and swing the legs forward so feet are in front of you. And we get to do core work, hooray. Excitement for core work. Knees bent, toe tips on the ground. Arms reach forward, palms face each other. Okay? 
So this is where we're going to start today. If you need to revert back, hold your thighs if the core work becomes too strong. Lean a little bit back. Float the shins until they're parallel with the ground. If you're shaking or it's too much or you're shaking a lot, you can hold the thighs. Wherever you are, make sure you can breathe. Or you are breathing. Good. And then bring the toes back to the ground. Hold the fronts of the, uh, the shins and the knees. Round the chest down. Round the head down. A couple breaths. All right, so we're starting to get into some you know, abdominal, hip flexor, strong core stuff. So it can bring up a lot. All right. Come back up. We're going to do that exact one one more time. Reach the arms forward. Lean a little bit back. Float the shins. Good. Squeeze the thighs. Lift the chest. Keep breathing. Good. And then bring the feet down. And then we'll hug the knees and just round down. Take a couple breaths. All right, so it's boat pose or navasana. And now we're going to do a different version of boat pose. All right, so sit up. Lengthen both legs forward. Come down to your elbows. So chest is up. You're on your elbows. Legs are forward. Let your belly button drop a little bit towards the floor. And then float the right leg. Float the left leg. Press through the elbows. Lift the chest. Higher is a little easier. Lower a little harder. Okay. One more breath. Good. And then feet to the ground. Pause. Sort of happy, just at the beach. One more breath. All right. Belly button in. Elbows down. Chest is up. Float the legs. Again, higher is easier. Maybe float the arms. Wherever you are, you're breathing. Good. And then just down, lie down. Lie all the way down. Lie all the way down. Reach the arms up and over the head. Point through the feet. You can let the belly lift and arch. It's a nice little stretch after that. Okay. And then bring your hands by your side and bend your knees. So as I said last week, we're not doing the abdominal and core work because it's summer and it's bikini season. Although that may be something that, you know, it will give you some core stuff going on and strength work if that interests you. But primary reason is to give some power and fuel to some of the tougher yoga postures which will develop over time. All right, so that's why we do it. Make sure your feet are close to your bum so that you can almost brush the heels with your fingertips. It's not a precise measure, but it's good enough for now. Feet separated a little bit, that same sort of fist distance apart, hip distance apart. Press into your feet, raise the hips up, and come into bridge pose. So you're going to use your feet, you're going to use your thighs, the hips are going to go into the air. And then first stop, hold the edges of the mat and pull to lift the chest up, and then breathe across the chest. So a little bit of back bend after that core stuff. And take a breath or two here. Good. And then stop pulling on the mat, get the arms out of the way, just roll the shoulders down, then the mid-back, then the lower back, and then the bum. And take a breath or two before we do it again. First thing to do, press through the feet. Then roll the hips up, 
And then go up as high as you can without any pain. And this time, interlace the fingers underneath you. Press the arm bones down and reach the knuckles towards the heels. So knuckles are reaching towards the heels, arm bones are on the mat. Pressing into the arms to lift the chest, pressing into the feet to lift the hips. And you are breathing. Good. And then move the arms out of the way. Take your time. Roll the shoulders down first. Then the mid-back. Then the lower back. Then the bum. Couple breaths of nothing. And then bring the arms out to a little T shape, with palms open. If you don't have room to make a T, you can make a little goalpost shape, depending on what you have room for. And then wiggle the hips a couple centimeters to the right, actually a couple inches to the right, rather. So you're off center with the hips. Keep the arms as they are, knees coming towards the chest. And the knees drop to the left. If knees don't easily fall to the ground, stagger the knees. If the right shoulder is coming way off the ground, stagger the knees until shoulder is down. And then close your eyes. If you'd like, the head can turn slightly to the right. And just a little twist to help release. Okay. Another breath or two. Good. And then come back to center, place the feet on the ground, center the hips on the mat, then take them a couple inches off center to the left. Make sure your arms are nice and open. Arms stay open, bring the knees into the chest, and the knees over to the right. Knees can stagger if that helps you get them down or to keep the left shoulder down. And you can turn your head a little bit to the left if that feels good. Otherwise, just close your eyes and breathe. So very gentle but powerful shape. You can even do this at home very easily. You can do all of this at home if you're so inspired. Good. And then from here, come back to center. Center the hips on the mat. And then hug both knees into the chest. And then release that and just roll onto your side and come up to seated. And we're going to sit on your purple block. Okay? If you don't have a purple block at home, as you do this, you can just have like a folded blanket or just a little bit of height. We're going to sit cross-legged with the right shin in front. And when we sit cross-legged for yoga, we want the feet flexed meaning the toes are moving towards the shins, and we want the feet roughly underneath the knees. All right, so pretty wide, wider than you may think. Okay, so nice and wide with the feet. Wiggle them a little forward and out. Sit tall, and then just roll a little bit forward and back on your bum until you feel the bony bits that you can sort of pivot on, and just make sure you're pivoting on those little sitting bones forward. So we're on the forward edge of the sitting bones. It feels like bum is sticking out a little bit. Pelvis is rocked forward. And then walk the hands forward. Keep your feet flexed, feet underneath the knees, and go as far forward as you can into forward fold, walking the hands forward. And 
by doing this, clearly we're going to encounter the outer hips again, the glutes again. And just breathe into the back. Let this pose, even if it's tough, begin a calming process. We'll just keep our mind focused on this, focused on breath. Good. One more breath. Good. Sit back up and pause. And then change the cross. Left shin in front. This is always my harder side, the left side. Wiggle the feet outwards. So feet are in line with the knees and feet are flexed. Sit tall. Rock on your bum until you feel that sort of pivot point where you could pivot back or forward and find the forward little tilt. Feels like your bum is sticking out a little bit. Keep that and then rock yourself forward into forward fold. Nod the head down. So we're using the block because for most people it will give a little extra push forward, uh, help you deal with tension in the hips. After a bit of time you may feel like you don't need it anymore and that's fine. But we're just going to work with it for now. Another breath. Good. And then sit back up. Having done both sides, if you feel that one side is more comfortable than the other, go to the more comfortable side of cross-legged. Hands on your thighs. Close your eyes and sit upright. As you sit upright, lengthen the back of your neck, but let the shoulders soften down so it's not too rigid. Close the eyes unless that makes you uncomfortable. If eyes are open, just look at one spot very softly like we did in balance. And then we'll use this as a sort of opening stance for meditation. So we're upright, so we feel a little bit uplifted and energized. We feel ready to breathe. And we breathe and we watch and feel the breath. And then thoughts will come. We'll think about dinner, we'll think about work, we'll think about partners, we'll think about being pissed off about something. But then we come back to the breath. And we say, no, I'm breathing now, this is a different time. And the more we practice that coming back to breath, coming back to the moment, coming back to calm, the more we're able to do it when times are tough. So just very briefly, two or three more breaths here. Keep the eyes closed if you can, move your block away. We're just going to lie down just for about a minute, not very long at all. Just to get the feel of our final relaxation. You can lengthen the legs away, you can open the palms. And just give yourself full permission to surrender down. Eventually, as you practice, this pose can be as long as 15 or 20 minutes. But we'll just get a taste of it now. And whatever you're going through in your life, you deserve the time now just to breathe and let go.
And then have a few little wiggles, a few little deeper breaths. And you can walk the feet in. And roll completely to one side, coming into like a little fetal position, nice and cozy in. So completely to your side, a little fetal. And then from that side, press into your hands and come up seated with eyes closed if you can. If it's hard to come up from your side, just do your best. And then bring hands to prayer with eyes closed. Prayer being a posture or prayer being whatever you want it to be. Let's support each other in our journeys here. Big breath in. Big breath out. Bow down. And then release the hands. Open the eyes. Raise the head. Thank you, guys. Good work.